I believe that love is all around us. Love is everything and everywhere. I am love. You are love. We are all love. In our divinity, in our soul, in the truest and simplest form of our being, we are pure, unconditional love. Love is the answer to everything. Every week in this podcast, we're talking to incredible and beautiful people who will be sharing their insights and perspectives to help you find more peace, to help you come from a place of love more often, to help encourage you to be kinder to yourself and others, to help you create more happiness in your life, to help you feel more oneness with others, and to help you connect to your higher self. My name is Justin Court. Together, we will help shift the collective consciousness of the planet to be more loving, kind, peaceful, happy, empathetic, understanding, and accepting. This can only be achieved together. It starts with each and every one of us. We are one, and it's time we start acting that way. I am so, so grateful that you're here. I love you, I support you, and I'm here for you. Let's together create more love in this world. Let's do this. Today's guest is my good friend, Rev. I love this guy so much. He's someone who has truly helped me grow and get to a higher state of understanding and awareness. He is the person who really got me to think about and consider meditation one of the greatest gifts I've ever received. Rev is a mindfulness coach for Homeland Security. He teaches an eight-week program where he coaches MPEAK, which stands for Mindfulness, Performance, Enhancement, Awareness, and Knowledge. We chat more about the coursework during our conversation. I'm honored to know him and call him a friend. Please welcome my buddy Rev. Yes, I am so stoked about today's episode. Uh, on today's episode is one of my amazing, great friends, my boy Rev. Thank you so much for being here, buddy. So excited. Thank you so much for asking. Yes. Guys, everybody, Rev is such an incredible human being. Just such a good guy. Uh, practices mindfulness, meditation, and just a genuine, beautiful, beautiful soul. Me and Rev met... Uh, in San Diego, which going to San Diego and living there totally changed my life so much for the better. And you're a part of that change, man, which is just so cool. And uh, we joined a, a kickball league. And I, one of the things I thought was just amazing about it was, so I joined with two other guys who I was friends with. And then there were like five other people who knew each other. And we were kind of like the leftovers who just got bunched together in a team. And Rev joined solo by himself just like did his thing, wanted to experience something new and, and try something different and just jumped in uh, solo, which I give you so much kudos and love for that, man, because that's tough, you know, to take a leap literally and just join a team of not knowing a single person, uh, it can be tough. And I'm so grateful that you did that because then we got to meet each other. 
We played uh, for a couple of years or a couple seasons together, which was great. And uh, the reason why I wanted Rev on, on uh, the podcast, uh, just so we can share some of his wisdom and who he is and what he's doing right now in the world. And um, Rev, <laughs> dude, you're, um, I can't even like express enough gratitude towards you because everybody, Rev is really somebody who helped shift my consciousness to where I am right now and helped bring me to a place of more understanding and mindfulness and meditation and all those things. Rev is literally, dude, you are the, you really are the first person who introduced meditation to me. I remember we were on the elevator at your apartment. It was me, you, and Craig. And Craig was also meditating at the time. And I had no idea what it was. And the both of you just kind of gave me some insight onto what it was. And then that was literally my starting off point for meditating now over the past few years. So just want to give you tons of love. Thank you so much for that. Um, and then just do this journey, man. Rev has always been there for me. We've been really great friends. Uh, even now, after I left San Diego, we do a weekly mastermind uh, that Rev is a part of, uh, as well as I am. And we get to just connect and, and chat every week. And dude, you have just really helped transform me to the person I am today. And I, again, I'm just so grateful for that, man. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. We can end right there. <laughs> amazing, <laughs> amazing introduction. That was awesome. And, and it's so reciprocal, man. You have changed me in so many ways and so grateful for the mastermind group and all the love and support that you show literally daily. It's unbelievable. Thanks, buddy. And anyone out there, so just so you know, like the mastermind group that was created, um, I, I wanted to have conversations with like-minded people uh, and people who are focusing on love and compassion and kindness. And so we set it up where we do a weekly call for an hour where there's, you know, between six, seven, eight, nine of us uh, per week. And we're just having these really uplifting, uh, engaging conversations. And anyone out there, if you feel like you are lacking something in your life or you're lacking a purpose or lacking anything, lacking conversations, start a mastermind group. Just start a group with a few people who you feel like have similar beliefs or just similar ideas um, as you. Also people who might have different ones so that you can grow. Because the mastermind group that we're doing has helped me grow tremendously over the past five months. To have those conversations on a weekly basis is incredible to connect with each other. And really the coolest thing is just like expands my consciousness. I think all of our consciousness uh, and just expands our understanding about life. So that has been something that's been truly amazing for me. So again, anyone out there, if you've ever considered doing one, I considered doing one for a while before actually doing it. I would say just pull the trigger, live in that world and, and just watch the miracles and the amazing things happen after that. Um, Absolutely. I agree. You need to build what you need. Yes. You need to, if you feel like you're lacking, you need to add an awesome friend, right? Volunteer, play sports, seek a mentor. You have to earn it. You have to have that action to keep going forward, building your environment to create more. Yes. Right? My man's, yes. So real. Be like intentional with what you're doing, right? It's mm. like literally I wanted, and this took me, guys, really, it took me, I mean, I was thinking about doing a mastermind for probably like a year. And it's okay. You know, I, I was a part of another one, which is amazing. And then this one, I kind of let it breathe and let it be. And it just really naturally, nicely just fell into place. And it was like Rev just said, it was like literally being intentional about what I wanted. 
and about the people I wanted to chat with and how I wanted to grow and how I wanted to learn and then just taking that necessary step in order to, to do so. Um, mm -hmm. So I really want to talk about Rev and his job and what he's doing right now because I cannot get over how incredible it is, your job, man. When you told me that you were taking on this new program and what you were doing, I mean, I was kind of blown away uh, just by what it is. Not surprised mm -hmm. at all that it's someone like you who's doing it. And um, just kind of in awe. And it's something that I feel like is so, so needed. And I, I'm just amazed uh, that you are the person that is really helping launch this program and launch this new thing. So, my man, if you could just tell everybody a little bit about what you're doing and how powerful this is. Yeah, it's great. I was just so lucky, so lucky to get into it. Um, it was just kind of a chance. I mean, I had just came back from India. I had done a 10 day silent retreat and I came back home and I was sitting at work and one of my coworkers was like, Hey, there's this program MP. I can't make it. Do you want to just go, go to the class for me? And I was like, sure. No idea. I knew it was a mindfulness class, but I had no idea that class was a pilot program for Homeland security and CBP customs and border protection. It was a pilot class to see if this was something that they wanted to start. And I was a part of it. So that ended up leading me down the path of becoming an instructor because the powers to be from Washington DC were in that class. They noticed I was really into it. And this is something that I live in my life. And they said, Hey, do you want to become an instructor in this? And then I had to go through the school. It took me, um, about, you know, six, seven months to get through the school and finally become a coach. So now I'm a mindfulness coach for the, for the home for Homeland Security. And I teach MPEAK, which is mindfulness, performance, enhancement, awareness, and knowledge. It is designed to be an eight week program. We meet once a week for two and a half hours. And each week you build on, on, onto each other, right? Start off with mindfulness. And then you go into learning more about the body with body scans and interoceptive resilience, right? And then you move into performance stories and stuff that you tell yourself, you know, the inner critic inside your mind, right? And then we start to talk about priming for flow and reaching flow states. And that's all done with the foundational attitudes of being open, and having courage, non-attachment, discipline, focus, compassion, right? And then we move on to working with pain and difficulty. You know, such a, such a hard thing for many people to do, to, to just be vulnerable and talk about their pain. Um, and we provide that space so the guys can just be vulnerable. Um, we help them with their inner coach and help them learn how to speak from a positive way to enhance their well-being, to perform at their best instead of beating themselves down. Practicing positivity is really hard and um, it's something that's helped me so much in my life, um, self-love and gratefulness. And finally, we kind of end the class with you know goals in the future and living with intention. And it's always kind of a paradox where well, isn't mindfulness trying to teach you to live in the present? 
how can I be future oriented and focus on my goals? Right? How does that, how does that go? Well, we end the class teaching them that it's mindfulness that keeps you on the path to your goals. And if you're constantly aware and you're constantly self-monitoring, you're able to finally reach your destination by using mindfulness. And it's imperative that people learn these skills to not go on paths of self-sabotage and, and constantly self-monitor and use awareness to, to make them be the best self that they can be. And that's it in a nutshell. It's so amazing. I mean, like a class like that, I feel like, I mean, it would be ideal if it was taught everywhere. Mm. For real, man. Like, I would love to take a class like that. And uh, I mean, in every organization, every single person can use more mindfulness, can use more awareness to their thoughts and their actions and what they're doing and understanding that they are powerful and that we're mm -hmm. in right and that we're in control we are not controlled by the outside environment that is around us it could be chaos all around us but we can still have the internal peace inside and yes. right and that's a hard thing to get to you know in talking about this it's not like snap your fingers and you're there or like people like you wouldn't be needed in courses like this wouldn't exist but it's just Oh my gosh, that stuff is so important. And the fact you're doing it with like Homeland Security and Border Patrol, man, it's like those guys definitely need it because they are going through some challenging, intense situations. And instead of just flying off the cuff, if you can bring your attention inward and pause and be still in that moment and act in accordance and act in a more positive, loving manner, oh my mm -hmm. gosh, it's unreal. The changes that can come from that. Absolutely. And, and, and on the border, there's a lot of ugliness, right? There's, it's riddled with the cartels. It's riddled with human trafficking, which is the absolute worst. Um, the atrocities that you see. Um, but the main thing that I found over the years was that, you know, it's changed. The job has changed. And, you know, you're hiring people that go into law enforcement that want to uphold the law. That's their passion. That's what, you know, when someone breaks the law, it goes against their morals. So they want, that's what they want to do. And you're hiring, you know, basically soldiers. You're hiking through the mountain in extreme heat. Like you need to be physically there. But we, we don't really work on the mental because it, you're hiring soldiers, you're hiring law enforcement entities but the mission has changed to a human humanitarian mission now. It's no longer the nasty wild west it once was. It's a humanitarian mission. So your workforce doesn't really match the mission anymore. And we need to adapt and change and learn more awareness, have more compassion, and be able to be more well-rounded more well as a workforce. And I hope to provide that. Damn, dude. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. That just painted such a beautiful picture in my mind of how things can change. And the fact that you being there saying that we're already changing and we're already moving this way. And the fact that you are teaching this course 
is such a transparent, obvious notion that that shift is happening. I mean, dude, the fact that mindfulness is being brought into this industry, when you told me that you were doing this, I was so stoked for you, for the guys that you're helping, for our country as a whole, for literally civilization as a whole. I'm just like, the, the fact that mindfulness and meditation is seeping its way into this industry now is so important. And I can't like insanely powerful what can come from this. And it is the coolest thing I think ever that you are just such an instrumental part of, of creating this and making this happen. And dude, I'm literally honored to know you. I'm not even kidding. I'm like honored to call you a friend. And it's just, it's so cool what you're doing, man. So much love for you. It's unreal. Love you, man. Love you, buddy. Wow. Amazing. So I always want to make things, you know, super tangible for, uh, for everybody listening. And, you know, someone like you that now is teaching this, it's like, you know, it's like you told the story of how the situation happened. You know what I mean? With being in India and coming back after your retreat and being in silence and then going to that class and moving from there. But it's like, how did you get to there? How did you get to India? You know what I mean? Like, I guess, what were you doing? What were things that were happening in your life that even got you to that place in India leading up to this explosion of who, of, you know, what you're doing? Um, like, how, how did you get there, man? Like, what were the things that were happening? How were you being mindful? How did meditation come into your life? What, what are these things? Because even me, myself right now, Rev, it's like I, I, we've touched on these things a little bit, but I don't even mm -hmm. fully, you know, fully know how you've gotten to this place. And, and sharing that, I think, is just so inspirational. Yeah. And it, all, and it, it really kind of boils down to one particular day, and I can see it in my mind. Um, wow. I'll start really was I grew up in Massachusetts 24 years, right? inside a very small Massachusetts bubble. And then I joined the border patrol and I was put on the, on the, on the Texas, on Texas border between, you know, Texas and Mexico on, in a border town. And it was completely different culture. I was culture shocked. Right. And at first it was cool. It was a good learning experience, but there came a point where I, I felt like I, I, it was really hard to relate to people and it brought me down a path of, self-sabotage where my judgments became out of control and I was just angry and I wasn't me. Hmm. And it was years of like almost of uh, anxiety and depression. Right. And then one day I decided to go to the beach and it was weird. It was like for the first time I decided to do something alone in solitude. And it was that day I realized it was okay to be alone and it was perfectly fine to be in solitude. And then very, very, very closely after that, I was given a book by Jack Cornfield, The Wise Heart. And Jack Cornfield is one of the, my favorite meditation teachers. And that changed my life. It introduced mindfulness, what it was, uh, meditation, it's definitely not a book for beginners because I was introduced to it. I put it down for years. And when I came back to it, I was like, wow, this book is powerful. Wow. Cool. Yeah. But, um, that started me realizing that there was a whole 
other way to live. And I was entrenched in dark, dark mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. But I found a way out. I realized that there was a way out. There was another way of thinking. There was another way of being. And it just became addictive. And the more and more I did it, I was like, this is just so amazing. And it all started inwards. It all, it, it just, it was inwards for a long, long time. And then now finally, after years and years, about five, six years of this growth, I can give back. And like that just ignited the passion. Mm. Because if I can just change someone's life in just one degree and to make them realize that there's another way, I'm happy. Right. To be able to share that. Like once once we discover it, to have the ability to share it with people, right? It literally like lights the fire of our souls. Oh, it does. For real, man. Because we realize what a gift it is. And it, it's... It's funny. I I can't imagine you, you know, being this super angry, kind of depressed, not in a good state of mind person. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Right. And and I used to not be able to go to the gym. I couldn't even go to the gym if I wasn't angry. Yeah. Right. That was my that was my quote unquote pre workout. My anger. Right. But how? But that's not sustainable. And then I could only work out for thirty forty minutes because. After 30, 40 minutes, I wasn't angry anymore. But now, now that I'm coming from a place of love, I can sustain my workout for hours mm-hmm. because it's not anger that's fueling me. Wow. It's the unconditional, never-ending, infinite power of love that is now fueling you, which is, um, which is just wild. Dude, and so many times now during these podcasts, so... People have been telling me literally the story where they were just dark down in a really bad place. And that was literally the catalyst that got them to where they are right now. Mm-hmm. And there's just such an incredible amount of power behind that because anyone out there right now who's feeling really, really low and down and negative, depressed, angry, this is not what this is not how it's gonna be forever. Things will change and you have to be intentional uh, too about changing that. And dude, the fact that you can like boil it down to like a day or like a book or like a moment that opened your mind to this new way of living is just, it's, it's really incredible. And again, the, you know, once we, once you, once you feel it, once you witness it, once you know that it's actually there and you can become a part of it, that feeling is so invigorating mm. Be- because you you realize how you were living in the past when you thought that was the only way that there's yes. just it literally like opens up the universe you know what i mean mm-hmm. it, it opens up unlimited possibilities for us now and uh, it's just such a cool story man and sharing that um I, you know i hope it will just help people you know who may be down or negative or angry uh just to really let them know that there is light at the end of the tunnel there is other places that you can go it doesn't have to start and and it will start and end here. Um, and just know that there's oh my god, there's just such a world out there. There's so much love out there for you. You just have to tap into it a little bit, and look how much it can change your life. You know, going from th- that state of mind to where you are now in just you know a f- like you know, five or six years or however long it w- how long was it since then to now? Would you say uh, six years, seven years? 
six, seven. Oh my gosh. And the fact that like you still have more room to grow and the fact that Mm. you were in a great place, even two to three to four years ago, you know what I mean? So it's just like everybody work at those things, read books that may open your mind, meditate, do yoga, do certain things, you know, try, just try stuff that may work for you that you might have a slight interest in and just see where it can take you. Because mm-hmm. the fact that you came from that place to now six, seven years later, you are teaching mindfulness is just like such a journey. And I bet six, seven years ago, when you were in that dark place, this, who you are right now, Rev, probably would have seemed like impossible. Like it's not, not even a reality at all. Like there's no way you could have gotten here. Unrecognizable. I would never know. Wow. True. Yeah. Unrecognizable. And then, Yeah. There is a misconception, though, that can some people wait for tragedy and darkness to change. Yeah. Right? Even if you are happy and you're in a really good place, that's also a great place to start. Yep. Right? Because all that does is just keep that momentum going. Right? Yes. And you're going to keep growing and you keep growing. When we become happy, when we, come, we, when we reach quote-unquote happiness – sometimes leads to complacency, right? Mm-hmm. So we have to remind ourselves to to keep growing and, con- and to continue to seek always, always. never ending, never ending. You reach one finish line, there's a start right after that finish line. Yeah. It's unreal. Yeah, it's like always just seeking knowledge and more understanding and more perspectives, right? It's just like always looking for that, never really settling with anything. And just always being hungry. Yeah. And Rev, I'm so glad you just brought that up, man. Right. It doesn't have to come from tragedy or loss or depression or anger. Mm-hmm. You know, it obviously it, it does happen that way. And really a lot of people I talked to, it did. But as you just said that right now, Rev too. So how I kind of became on this path was in a moment of pure love. Literally, I was not down. I was the highest I've ever been. It was when me and Kayla, my fiance, when we first started dating, And I was literally in this state of euphoria, always, constantly, just this feeling of love through me all the time. It was wild. And it was that experience with her that propelled me forward. Spread Love Movement wouldn't exist without Kayla. This growth that I've had in life, the spiritual awakening that I'm so grateful that I've had and I'm still in right now, doesn't happen without Kayla. And it doesn't happen without that immense, immense, I, I can't even, like immense doesn't even, saying immense twice doesn't even explain it. The love and the energy that I felt during that time. And honestly, Brad, that's something, you know, I, I do think about, but I kind of, in my everyday, I forget about that. They're not that experience with Kayla. It's that I forget that these beautiful, amazing moments are also these huge catalysts to launching us off and getting to where we are. And I forget about that because the people I talked to had different experiences, right? So now that's kind of becoming my reality yeah. and that's just more what I've been talking about. But bringing the awareness back to the fact that, oh my gosh, these, these moments can be filled with such love that can now you know, launch us off and take us to this incredible place. So true. Yes. And that, and don't, would you agree that the love was always there inside you? Yes, man, killed it, Rev. It was, right? It was always there. It's just, I didn't let it out. I didn't allow myself to feel it. 
but mm -hmm. yeah, one, dude, because once it started coming out, I'm like, this just feels so natural. This is like, this just feels so right. This feels like the state of being I should always be in. This feels like what my higher self is feeling. And now I'm just being reminded that that exists and that's actually who I truly am. Yes. And I bet you can think back into the past when you were, when you were true love and when you were, maybe when you were a child and you were just pure, pure love. Mm. And the moment that changed, the moment when you've read the four agreements, the moment the book of law was written, mm. right? The moment your conditioning started to take over, the moment that your person, personal reality was affecting and creating your personality, right? Mm -hmm. So my, my friend offered me this beautiful image um, recently. He has a birdhouse in his backyard. It's situated right next to his house. And there's a vine that grows on his house. And at once it was just a birdhouse. But now the vine has grown and has completely engulfed the birdhouse. And now the birdhouse is part of the vine. Right. And he was thinking, he's like, man, I once was that birdhouse. I was Joe. Right. But now that vine has taken over and has, and has entrenched me in the same way of like, I can look back in my past and I can tell you a very specific point in time where that conditioning, my experience, the laws that I were, that I was making in my own head, the agreements that I was telling my own self became my personality. And it kind of blinded me from who I really was. Right. Wow. It's wow. kind of like you have to rip those vines off and, and, and project forward. Cause when was it in time where you started to become someone else and not truly you, not truly that love that you teach. Mm -hmm. I, I think maybe you can, reflect on that and think of a time where, where that changed. What was the chip? What was the tipping point of you not being that old self, that beautiful, abundant, beautiful, loving self? Wow. What a thought. And I've, I've, I've literally had that thought before, but as soon as I think about it, it's like, I just let it go. Cause I'm like, I have no idea when that time was, mm. but meditating on that, just taking more time on it, right? Because in having the thought and then just releasing it, well, of course I'm never going to figure it out. You know, I literally just gave up, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, nah, I don't know what this is. I'm just going to, when at that time, who knows? But honestly, meditating on that and just even going back to a place where even, you know, before that happened, when we were just loving, you know, we were just unconditional loving beings, Right. And until we got conditioned, until we made these agreements with ourselves of of how it has to be uh, and things of that nature. That is a uh, I love you, man. That's an that's an interesting thought. And really, dude, just to help me bring my awareness back to the fact that how I felt then in the beginning with Kayla and our relationship is amazing. And but like during that time in the beginning, it was like this unreal, again, euphoric state of, of being. It was wild. Mm -hmm. And just bringing my awareness back to the fact that that's thanks, man. That that's always been there. I just yeah. forgot, you know. I did and Kayla started clipping the vine. She started cutting it at the root. For real, you know. Wow. She started to just let you shine again. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we bought we box up love so much in our hearts, and sometimes 
it's like a it's like there's a line of people in front of us with keys and a person tries to open the box next that doesn't work their key doesn't work their key doesn't work but someone comes along and puts their key in turns the box and opens it and your love just comes pouring out wow and dude that's why you that this is like literally right now are perfect examples of how you've helped me grow grow so much (laughs) it's like literally stuff like this man the fact that you literally brought meditation into my life like what and just these little bits, man, these little perspective shifts are, are everything. Oh, it um, helps so much. So much, man. And, and Rev, so this has been amazing, man. You know, we understand you know, more of who you are, what you're doing now, how you got you know, to this place of being where you're currently at. So what are some of the things that you do on a weekly basis, on a daily basis that put yourself in this mindset and then also help to keep you here. Yeah. Uh, it was, a, it was a path. I mean, it started with a lot of literature. It started with a lot of reading. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's all I always recommend reading. You have to read. It's going to give you the foundation, but at first it is a struggle. It is a boxing match to get through reading. It's hard to focus. It's hard to keep your attention. You think that there's just, it's so overwhelming. You think that everyone has all the knowledge and you're never going to get there. Yep. But over time that changes, right? But what is the catalyst is good habits, right? It's all about habits. Um, what I do really is all about increasing my well-being throughout the day as many times as I can, Right. There was a really great book, Matthew McConaughey's great, uh, new book, Green Light, kind of gives you this images like a gr- his green lights in life or anything that, you know, is a win, you know, a great conversation, mm-hmm. a, um, you know, a, a new acting job, or maybe he got, he got away with, you know, a, a dangerous situation. He, he came out unscathed. That's green light. Mm-hmm. Well, I kind of adapted that into my own life, whereas like I try to create as many green lights as I can throughout the day, whereas... When I wake up in the morning, I start with a little gratefulness list. A couple things that I'm grateful for, green light. Shoot a text to a friend, tell them how much I love them or how much they've helped me, green light. Get my meditation in, green light. Have a good breakfast, green light. It all, you have to create the environment. You have to create those green lights and as many green lights as you can during the day. And if you do it one day, you'll be like, oh, that was cool. But if you do it for a week, two weeks, three weeks, you're going to be like, wow, I am flying now. Wow. Right? So it is a habit. It's a practice. You have to just continually seek for little pieces of well-being every single day throughout the day, as many as you can, and create them because they're not going to come to you. They're not gonna, just going to. Someone's not going to hand you well-being points. You create them. Damn. One of uh, my uh, buddy, his name is Charlie. He's all over social media. He kills it. His like motto is winning streak. I'm on a winning streak. And it's the exact same idea. The littlest good thing happens to you. Like I'm on a winning streak. The next good thing happens to you. Whoa, still on a winning streak, still feeling great. And it creates that energy around you that you are literally green light or you're on a winning streak. Yeah. And right when you're acknowledging those things more, 
you first well first you're acknowledging them so that just makes them more real right it, mm-hmm. it creates more transparency in your reality that these things are actually happening and then also by focusing on them your thoughts are energy and law of attraction the more you think about it and you say hey i'm on a winning streak hey green light you're going to start to bring more of those experiences into your life yes wow yep. the confidence is everything and those well all that well-being gives you confidence it gives you competence you feel and you almost know that you can do everything right right yeah. And the more you believe in your ability to perform well, the more likely you're going to perform great and improve mm-hmm. your health, right? Mm-hmm. And not only do it for yourself, you can finally give it to others, right? Yeah. Wow. It's like a, it's almost kind of like a liberation of energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, because once you feel it and you experience it, and that energy is in you, of course, yeah. the next thing is you give it out. You're able to share that energy with other people, and create more yep. goodness in the world. Damn. Yep, it is. Th- but you know, it, it is built. It is definitely built, and it's not given. Yes. You know, I'm not going to say this was easy. It took years. It takes years of practice. It takes years of focus, and mm-hmm. you know, you got to be like, hey, I'm willing to do this. Yeah. Yep. And how do you feel like you, cause that, that's like one of the, the tough things in the beginning is just bringing your awareness to it, that it's happening. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I never used to do that. I didn't even know that was a thing until I start realizing it's like, okay, wow, bring your awareness to the to the situation, bring your awareness to gratitude, bring your awareness to your winning streak or green light or the good things that are happening to you. Do you feel like, was it, was it meditation or was there other things that helped you be able to stop in those moments and bring your attention inward? Um, was it only meditation? Meditation was a great foundation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but meditation really cultivates awareness, right? And awareness is something that can be practiced while you're walking around at all times, right? Yep. You know, so it's an amazing thing because just talking to you right now, my awareness is a, is I have to, I have to actually have energy to give you to listen to you. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, attention isn't something that we have. It's something that we do. Focus isn't something that we have. It's something that we do. I have to offer you my attention, offer you my focus. And what awareness does is it lets me stay on that path. It's almost kind of like riding a bike and staying balanced. It's a lot of little micro micro recoveries back to balance and awareness allows you to be here right and mm-hmm. stay here yeah, yeah. wow because that awareness is i mean to be present is uh oh my gosh it's everything i'm reading the power of now uh or mm-hmm. listening to the power of now and it's literally oh my gosh like the expansion that is happening in my mind and my consciousness is crazy. Everybody, that is such a good book by Eckhart Tolle. Honestly, while we're doing it right now, and you've already shared some amazing books, Rev, that yeah. have helped change your life, I'm going to share just really quickly quickly a few books that have really changed my life and helped get me to this perspective because Right. It was Kayla in the beginning that cracked my heart open with love, but then there was a lot of work after that. And like Rev said, like reading, listening to books is, I would say was probably the biggest catalyst 
in, in the spiritual growth that I've been so grateful and lucky to have. Um, so just really, really some quick ones. The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Deepak Chopra. Unreal. The Untethered Soul by Michael A. Singer. And then also The Surrender Experiment by Michael A. Singer. Those legitimately totally changed my life and gave me a perspective and understanding that I just literally never, ever had before. Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Feeling is the Secret by Neville Goddard. Uh, Conversations with God by Neil Donald Walsh. Rev's heard me talk about those a thousand times. Uh, Also, we talked about the four agreements before. Uh, And then just the last one I'm going to mention right now is this one. I mean, they're all just were incredible for me. But Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life by Dr. Wayne Dyer. I would say for anyone out there who's just seeking more in life, seeking more of an understanding, more of acceptance of themselves, more love, uh, check out these books. And what is wild is that, you know, I was I was reading or listening to these books kind of randomly, but they all are synonymous with saying the same thing. It's all synonymous with being mindful. Honestly, a lot of them come back to love. When we can come yeah. from a place of love, it's game over. Like we're good. That's it. We figured it all out. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh! Um, oh, wow! Oh man, a place coming from a place of love. You know, your messages are just so much more well received when you come from love. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And we're so much more. We're just such. We are incredibly powerful beings. We just are. That's the fact of it. Everybody who's listening right now, you are super powerful. You can literally do anything you want to do. So when you come from a place of love. I feel like to me, that just increases your ability to create whatever you want to create and to be whoever you want to be. Love is everywhere around us. Love is, in my mind, the defining, the soul, the energy of the universe. It is, in my mind, is legitimately the energy that makes up everything. We are pure, unconditional love in our highest form, in our highest self, but we just kind of forgot about that. And we've moved away from that a little bit. But when we can connect back to the overarching, most powerful energy in the universe, which is love, we are, we're unstoppable, which is like mm-hmm. so cool. And the fact that it comes from love, it makes us feel amazing. It just, it, I mean, it, it just doesn't get better than that. Um, Rev, my man, you know that I am a massive, massive fan of gratitude. Uh, we've talked about that a bunch, how much that can change your life. Um, so just right now in life, man, today, overall, what is something that, uh, that you are grateful for? The funny thing is I was saying this earlier that I was grateful for this podcast because it's, it's just funny. Cause, uh, like five years ago, I was like, Hey man, I've been doing a lot of reading lately. I hope maybe one day I can get on a podcast and talk about this stuff. Wow. And I'm realizing that this is the first one I've done and here I am. And wow. to look back and to look back to see how far I've come. Like I'm realizing that right now, like you forget about all the hard work it took to get here. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I, I always forget about that, but um, grateful for you and the opportunity to hopefully help anyone out that's listening to this. Yes. In just the small and just the smallest way. If I if they picked out one little word or sentence that mm-hmm. I said and helped them out, that's that's amazing. 
Hell yeah, buddy. It's like just planting yeah. that seed. And oh, yeah. the the coolest thing about this is like, Rev, you created this. Thank you for creating this situation for real. Because if you weren't the person that you are sharing your knowledge and sharing the love that you, that you have, sharing meditation with me and so many other perspectives, we wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. I, literally, I wouldn't be who I am. This podcast may not even exist. So it's all you, man. Like you literally, that's like the coolest thing. Like I didn't create this situation. Literally you did. And you brought this into your reality because of law of attraction of the things that you focus on, the things that you do, and just hoping that you would be able to share this knowledge one day on a podcast. And it's all you, man. And wow, that was so cool that that's what you were grateful for and how you just explained that, you know, backtracking years ago is unreal. Wow. And uh, I got to give I got to give you some, some props, man, because this, what you're doing with the spread love, like takes so much courage and you knew it wasn't going to be easy. You knew it was going to be a nasty battle to start this, to start all that work that you do into, into the Instagram, into your podcast. You knew that you might not be liked, right? And I've, I felt your struggles with how you wanted it to be a certain way and you just kind of losing the expectations of it being perfect and just letting that go and just letting it be and letting it grow on its own. And I've seen your surrender to it and I've seen your struggles and how you keep waking up every day and continuing to go forward. Like that's a winning mentality, man. And I love that about you. Like every day you wake up next to all those skeletons that are telling that you can't do it. And you're like, let's go. And you come in with this just energy about you. And it's infectious, man. It's infectious and beautiful. And it's winning. It's action. And I love all the knowledge that you're, I love all the knowledge that you're bringing to everyone, but you're also putting it to action and letting people actually get it. So it's amazing. Dude, oh my god! Thank you, man. That was, um, that was um, uh, wow. Kind of like lost in the moment with that. Thank you for those incredibly kind words. That feels, that feels, yeah, that feels amazing. Um, it's just, it's so nice to hear that from from somebody else. Um, and you know, someone like you who has just understanding of who I am and and what I'm trying to achieve and like the work that goes into that. That really means a lot, buddy. Thank you so much. You got it, man. With what? Oh my gosh! With what Rev just said, let's use this as a moment for us to share the idea of expressing love to other people and being vulnerable in moments. So, for like everyone who's listening, use this right now as a challenge or as an idea for after you're done listening to this episode to call somebody or to text somebody what you love about them and what you admire about them uh, and why you're grateful for them. Because, oh my, in in feeling this feeling that you just gave me, man, I just want that for everybody right now. And um, everybody do that. Hold firm in this right now and reach out to somebody uh, and just give them some love because this moment that me and Rev are in right now feels 
on it just feels like the best thing ever and understand everybody that you have the power to create that which is just like again the coolest thing ever that we have the power to create such immense amount of love uh in the world and it's just thank you man that was uh that really means a lot yeah um, you got it man dude wow and just and just in that too i want to just touch on about you know surrendering Mm-hmm. surrendering is something I'm working on all the time. I don't have it figured out by any means. And it's fun. You know, it's, it's fun to be in it right now because if I had it all figured out, you'd be like, all right, well, where do I go now? Right. So it's like actually really, really fun to have something to be working on all the time. And everybody I had to, and spread love movement has helped me do that because I had to release things. I couldn't hold tight to someone's comment or someone's view of me. It taught me, in creating this to surrender more and just to release those things. And instead of focusing on, oh my gosh, how is someone going to think about me in this situation? Well, how are they going to judge me? Instead of taking it, you know, moving away from the me, how is this going to affect me? I shifted my thought to how can this help somebody? Not even me, but how can this page help somebody? How can this bring more love into the world? And that's all that Mm -hmm. mattered. It was literally that perspective shift that created a paradigm shift where instead of feeling negative or judgment or being down, I was able to switch it to only positivity and love. And I took the ego out of it. And I thought, well, how can this again, benefit other people? Not how can this hurt me? How can this do some good in the world and help other people? And uh, the practice of surrender, man, is, is uh, it's a, it's a tough one. But boy, you know, is it worth it when you get these little glimpses of it working and of you surrendering? That is uh, that is some really powerful stuff. And what helped me also in this is The Surrender Experiment by Michael A. Singer, the book that I just mentioned. And he literally the whole book, he's just surrendering for his entire life. And that was uh, super inspiring as well. Damn, Rev, man, I love you so much, dude. I I love these conversations, man. I love just being able to to chat with you and everybody in starting like the mastermind that Rev is a part of. I knew that it would benefit us all, but really I was like, okay, who are these incredible people I have in my life that I just need more of? And when I left, Rev is still in San Diego. When I left San Diego, I really thought about this. I was like, I don't want to lose contact with Rev. Rev is somebody that will get me to a place that I couldn't get to without him. Hopefully I'm able to do the same for him. But I was like, how can I keep this dude in my life as much as possible? And obviously we can call and text and do those things. But to have a weekly call set up where I know that we're going to be in each other's energy and in each other's presence uh, was something, it was like, I mean, with everybody in the mastermind group, but a massive reason why I wanted to start that so I could bring these amazing, amazing, loving, kind, beautiful people into my life as much as possible. So everyone out there, if you are also craving that, please create it as well. You have the power to do that. Yes. Build what you need. Yes. For real. Oh my God. You got to be honest. You got to be honest with yourself and tell yourself, Hey, what do I need? What do I need to hear as a person? What do I need in my life? Mm -hmm. You know, these are the questions you have to, you have to monitor. You have to, you have to constantly, cause they're going to change, but you need to keep asking yourself the questions. So you continue to build yourself up. Wow. It's right. It's just, it's setting intention on what you're doing and just focusing. It's really taking moments. 
And this is why silence is awesome. Meditation is awesome because you can take these moments away from the craziness of the world and focus inward and ask yourself the questions that Rev just mentioned so that you can feel and understand more of what you want. And then once you do, go get those things. But you have to know what they are first. Yep. Wow. Damn. Rev, my dude. All right. So you're, I mean, you do this for me like every single day, but, um, wow. I just, I want to just ask you right now too, before we even jump into to the last question, Rev, what do you feel like your purpose is in life? Like, what do you Rev, what do you want to create with this life? <sighs> My passion in life really is to give back. Mm. I like to accumulate as much as I possibly can within so I can give back. And it just feels so good to just, it's just learn, 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 grow, 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 and just it's like, I just want to, I just want to hand it out. Like I want to just volunteer and just give people gifts as many gifts as I possibly can. And I just hope that people can see that they can alter their way of being and just live a happier, more productive life. Right. Because mm -hmm. ha happiness is, it's just within you just need to let it out. Mm -hmm. It's nowhere else. It's nowhere else. There's nothing, there's nothing in the environment that we see that is happiness. It's all within. But once you, you have to, you have to one day realize that and find it yourself. And I hope that I can start giving people the building blocks to find that. What an unbelievable person you are. What do you want to create in this world? And you just want to give to people. You just want to help people. It's just like, wow. You know, like if, if more, and it's okay that more people don't, it just is what it is. But if more people had that mindset, imagine the world that we'd be living in. If everyone thought, how can I give? How can I help somebody? That's what I'm passionate about. That's what I want to create in this world. That's my purpose. Dude, so good. Well, I know you, I know you've seen it. Like you were in a place and now you're the, you know, the Justin who is now, mm -hmm. but then when you see someone struggling, you know, you're just like, you don't have to live that way. Yeah. And you know, they don't have to live that way, but you can't do anything about it. That is like the hardest feeling for me to swallow uh -huh. to just watch it and just know that they're going to have to figure it out on their own, you know? Mm -hmm. It's a hard pill to swallow for real. And it's like, we can help in moments and just like plant these little seeds or, you know, plant these mm -hmm. ideas, but it's, yeah. it's not up to us at all. It's just totally it's up not. to them. Right. It is what it they're going to do with it for real. Right. We yeah. can, and that's, a, and that, and that, dude, that is such a good point too. Cause I have those same feelings sometimes where it's like, I wish I could just like, transfer my consciousness into you right now so you could have some of the understandings that I have and I still have yes. so much to learn so like, much so much oh my god I have not figured it out yet please don't think that I did <laughs> that I have 
Because <laughs> you know, there's probably I people. I struggle so much. Yeah. Oh my gosh. There's probably people who, you know, are, are at a different stage, just a little bit further up the ladder than us, that yeah. look at us and be like, dude, I wish I could do the same thing for you. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing. Just trying to help the next person. How trying to help the person who is just a couple rungs down the ladder beneath you help them help them climb and get up you know you know what the funny thing is i i said that analogy too and someone corrected me in the mastermind group and it's not like it's not that you're up Ah, on the ladder right you're just over here yes thank you right and it's almost kind of like it's almost like you cross the river and you want and you're screaming at the other people across like you can do it you can do it you know like (laughs) come, come over here with me you know like you're just helping that you're just trying to help them across yeah yeah yeah. yes i love that i love that and it is right in those moments we do we just like i want to like explode through my body and helping somebody um but it's you know it's it's our it just is what it is again where we can we can try but it is just totally up to that person which in itself is like a really beautiful thing because when we reverse that back to ourselves it's like okay cool like I do have full control over this. I can create my own happiness. I don't need to wait for someone else. This is something I can totally create within myself, mm-hmm. which is the best, right? We're not giving our power to someone else or like, oh no, like I wish I could do it by myself, but I can, I, you know, I have to wait for these external sources, uh, but it's not that way. It's all internal, which is the best. It isn't all internal. And maybe you don't need to cross the river right now. Maybe you need to yes. gather, maybe you need to gather strength on the other side and it's just not your time to cross. Yeah. And you're and and that's okay. That's completely fine. Mm-hmm. But just it but just conjure that strength however long it takes and then one day, one day you're just going to start walking. Yeah. And yeah. just like, yeah, buddy. And just like appreciate the path that you're on. And this is something I yeah. say to myself, you know, some days I'm like, how come I'm not more spiritually enlightened? And I'm like, all right, take a take a step back. Chill on that for a second. This isn't a, <laughs> this isn't a, this isn't a race to get anywhere and just to be appreciative of the journey and the path that we're on because dude, like a few years ago, I wasn't ready to cross the river and that's all no. right. Yeah. For yeah. real. hundred percent. And I just, I just wasn't ready and that's okay. And I'm glad that I didn't cross at that time. I'm glad that I've taken these oh, steps, yes. right? Yes. That's you would have drowned. You would have drowned. Exactly. Oh yep. my gosh. And I'm having this realization right now in the present moment, we always want to get somewhere faster, quicker, quicker. But now that mm-hmm. like I'm here and I can look towards the past, I'm like, I'm glad it took me the amount of time that it took me to get here because now this feels perfect. This feels exactly where I'm supposed to be. You yes. know what I mean? Right. And if we rush it or we have this anxiety, overwhelming feeling that we have to get there now. And if we don't, we're, we're losing or we've already lost. It's just not true. Wow, it's not. I'm so glad you brought that up. Because that is a huge thing. When you surrender time, right? Oh, it's just like learning a language. If you jump in and try to learn Spanish tomorrow and you think that you're going to learn it in like a couple months, you're going to get overwhelmed and you're going to put the book down, mm-hmm. right? But if you just surrender and say, hey, you know, three or four years from now, I'm going to, I'm going to learn, I'm going to know Spanish, you know, just surrender to it and just let the process happen. That's when it's, it's so much easier. And it's just, it just, it just allows you to soak in so much more information. 
it's, it's, a, it's an incredible feeling when you just finally surrender time and, and you just, and you just trust the process and where it's bringing you mm-hmm. wow. because, you know, because where I am now, five years, you know, five years past is so much different. But if I were to, if I were to create that expectation, then I would have been overwhelmed and I wouldn't have gone down the path. Mm-hmm. So real. And it's yeah. like the understanding that God, source, you, uh, divinity, the universe, whatever it may be, that that just knows much more than we know. And that mm-hmm. is taking us on a, on, honestly, like on a much better path than we yeah. can conceive or where we want to be. And being able to release to this overarching energy and this overarching power, again, God, universe, divinity, whatever it may be for you, just releasing to that divinity and understanding that that just knows the way more than we ever could. That has helped me because in those moments where I'm like, why is it going this way? It's like, that's okay. The universe knows more than I do. It's mm-hmm. got a path way more intricate and built out more than I could ever imagine. So just instead of fighting this, go with the flow. And like when we fight against what's happening, we are literally fighting against the universe or God or divinity or source. Again, whatever it may be, we're fighting against that thing, which we're never going to win ever. So instead yeah, of fighting, never. So instead of <laughs> fighting against something that is a losing battle and just causes us turmoil and negativity and anger and depression... Instead, it's already happening to us anyway. So just to release and let go and then be in the flow. And that's something I'm working on, you know, all struggling, but working on that all the time. Yep. There's going to be so many failures along the way to where you want to get to. Mm-hmm. But they always teach you something. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Always. And then it brings you on a whole new path, right? Mm-hmm. But your goals are the goals are the things that that keep you straight. You know, like they they give they give you a guide, but all the way there is failure, 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 failure. It's nasty, but you'll eventually get there. Mm-hmm. And know? it's like with yeah, without those failures, you wouldn't have gotten to this place. It's all a part of the path and the journey. And that, that I mean, you just know that that has to do with everything that we're talking about in those failures, in those tough times understand that again source those things have a bigger plan than you do and this is all a part of that plan yeah right it's like the it, downfall. It, yeah sean, sean white had an excellent interview um he is a gold medal snowboarder are you familiar yeah. with sean white yeah yeah yep. anyways he he had an amazing view on failure he never fails because if he loses he literally said, all it does is just give me data for where I need to be next time. Yeah. And then he's like, when I show up the next time, I'm, all I have to do is show off. He's not worried about if he's going to win. Like it's his time to show off all the cool stuff that he learned. Wow. And I'm like, wow, that's a really cool way to look at performance and, and to be just, Hey, it's time to show off. Wow. And you it's know? like, you, you, we wonder why people like him, can create what they've created and win on the level that they've created. It's all about perspective and mindset. It is. Wow. And a shift like that, man. I mean, look what he's done. It's unreal what he's done. Oh yeah. Dude. All right, Rev. We, this has been incredible. I've just so awesome. We will uh, start to wrap things up. Um, (laughs) Something else too, that 
I mean, I, I talk about I talk about this a lot. One of the biggest goals of Spread Love Movement and just myself as a being is to really help shift the collective consciousness of the planet to be where I know that both of us want it to go, you know, to be in a place of more love and kindness and peace, empathy, more of the idea of oneness and togetherness because that is just so beautiful. So Rev, what do you, like, what are some things you feel like that you're doing now or, you know, you may plan to do in the future that uh, is helping in this consciousness shift to this place uh, that we both want it to be? I think a big part of it comes with just owning who you are. Yes. Just owning it, right? Don't care if you're liked, right? Just don't, it's not, this isn't easy. You know, love isn't easy. Not everyone accepts it in the same way. Mm -hmm. But if you can continue to just give love, spread love, be the person who you really are and offer people that honesty and integrity every single day. That's where we, that's where we win. Mm -hmm. That's where we all win. Right. Yeah. There's no, there's no reason to wear a mask, but just own it and be you. My gosh. Perfect, man. Like, so I love it. So simply said, Mm -hmm. Such a message in really just a few words, and that's all yeah. that's really needed for it. It's for it's real. true. I mean, when I was when I was first teaching uh, mindfulness stuff to my guys, well, they're special they're special operations guys. I walked in there and tried to teach them mindfulness. The first thing they thought I, they called me Doctor Phil. Wow. Right. Mm -hmm. But that's kind of like true. I'm not Doctor Phil, but I'm like I have a lot of love and I have a lot of just you know who I am. I want to, I want to, I want to give people as much as I can and, and give them love. And it kind of, it kind of scared them. Right. Yes. And I always felt, I always felt like I lived a dual life where I had it. When I went home, I had one hat. And then when I went to work, I had to go into the locker room and be another guy. Mm -hmm. Right. And hide that, hide that other, hide the, the nice mindful awareness, loving guy. Mm -hmm. I walked into the, now I walked into the locker room and I got a banter. But my mentor once told me, he's like, why don't you just walk into the locker room and own it and be that guy and have the have, and have the Buddha on your desk and talk about love and not care. And I was like, you're right. I need to own it. And I just need to be myself. Damn, dude. Yeah. Yes. I'm so glad. Wow. I'm so glad that you did that. And it's yeah. the consciousness shift question and that's a dude the, the, i mean the last two questions that i asked those are big questions and i love that you paused and took your time in moments to answer that you didn't feel flustered and rushed into it you're like all right let me sit on this for a second because they're big questions they're not like two plus ah. two is four nailed it it's like no 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 these are these are some thought-provoking you know questions towards the end and i think you just you you nailed it the perspective shift it starts with us that's how it happens. It doesn't start with, it's not like, you know what? Well, in order to help shift the collective consciousness, well, Larry's got to do this and, and Barb's got to, you know, get her shit together a little bit more in this area. It's like, no, it all starts inward with us. And I love that, man. Just being your true self. That's, oh my God, that is it. 
expressing love, coming from a place of love and just being your true, authentic, beautiful self. And dude, you know, you, it's okay. Yes. You know, even if you're a guy and you don't feel like you, you can, you can, it's okay. For real. You totally can. Yeah. And just what a thing, man, for you to, you know, be hiding that, that side of yourself. Right. And that's so understandable why you would do that. But, and I feel like being your true self coming forward, choosing love over fear in that situation. Now look what you're doing, man. Like now you're spreading this knowledge and awareness and mindfulness to more and more people. Mm. And it's just, it's so cool. If you kept that hidden within you and didn't express who you truly are, you can never bloom and flourish and, and, and be the person that you're being. What an example. Wow. Wow. All right, my man. This has been so, so, so good. All right, dude. If you want to, um, people, just like get to know Rev a little bit more if you can. Just, dude, DM this guy. Jump into his awareness um, a little bit more. I, again, I can't even, it's hard to express how much you have just helped me in life. And I was just, anything good that ever happens to me, I always just like want it for other people. So if you can just share really quickly, Instagram handles, anything else you might have on social media, just so if people want to connect with you, that they're able to do that. Yeah, it's just B double underscore rev, R-E-V. And that's B-Rev. Instagram. That's Instagram, yeah, that's, right? it's, that's all. That's all I have, yeah. Hell yeah, cool. Yeah. Everybody, dude, check my man Rev out for real. Um, th- thank you, man, f- so much for, for being here. I knew this would be such... Um, uh, such an unbelievable conversation. I knew it would be something that could help peak people's awareness. And it it did it so much for me, man, right now. Like going into this, I'm always like, okay, how can we help other people? Like, wow, did this just, this conversation just help me again. So thank you so much. Like always, man, I appreciate you. Um, thank you for allowing me to be here and creating this space, man. You're so good at creating spaces for other people to just open up and be vulnerable. It's a gift. Oh, yay. Oh, yes. <laughs> thank you, man. Oh, wow. Um, and everybody, thank you for being a part of this. Hopefully this helped in some way, shape or form. Hopefully this at least planted some seed that can help you grow and open up your mind and expand and come from a place I love more often. Highly recommend checking out those books that Rev and I uh, threw out there to you. So again, thank you for being here. Thanks for being present and being a part of this incredible space. Base. I love you all so much. And my man Rev, love you too, buddy. Thank you again. Love you. Bye, guys.